Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Karen Warnelius Miller, who is the proprietor, winemaker, and wine grower of Garden Creek Vineyards. She's also a wife and mother, and she is featured in Wine Country Women of Sonoma County. Karen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Michelle. It's good to see you again. Always so much fun to be with you. We're here at your winery. Here nestled in the woods. <laughs> On the mountainside. Yes. Yeah, it's so beautiful here. Before we talk about this special spot, tell me about your first job ever. Your first professional job. My first professional job. Well, honestly, it was for my father. He started a winery back in our home country, which is Sweden, and he started importing grapes from all over the world, and I was working with marketing and sales for him and with his uh, 20 employees, and it was in Vesteros, Sweden, and it was an amazing uh, couple years. So that was my, that was right out of college and actually getting paid a decent salary. So (laughs) So it was importing grapes from South Africa, Chile, Argentina, Tasmania, all over the world and making uh, still wines up in Sweden. And it was the only way to do it during the those times during the, um, it was the beginning of the European Union. And um, yeah, it was amazing. So my father and mother moved here from Sweden in the 70s. And I came, obviously, and in the 70s. And we had a small winery and 200 acres, 100 acres of vineyards. So we've always been in the wine business. And my dad ended up moving back to Sweden and starting one of Sweden's first wineries. So you stayed in California? I came back to California okay. to pursue another position when I worked for um, the Boisset family with John Charles Boisset. And uh, yeah, I came back to California and uh, and yeah, ended up moving back home to Sonoma County where I grew up in the 70s and 80s and uh, re-met my wonderful husband and started Garden Creek making wine professionally. And we're going to talk about your personal life in okay. here, uh, here in good. just a few minutes. But let's say focused on your professional life. So did you ever dream when you were working for your father with that first job that you would ever have a winery of your own? I actually always knew I would. <laughs> um, I knew I would marry a very handsome farmer, <laughs> a wine, wine grower to be exact. And I just knew that. I, I've always been that type of person where um, I've known what I've wanted. And my f- my father had his winery, and and uh, but I knew I didn't want to stay in Sweden, so I moved back to California on my own. Why did you know that you wanted to be in California? Um, so well, Sonoma County is where I grew up, and it's an incredibly magical place. And I actually ended up interviewing at that time in... Uh, mid-1990s for a sales position with Kendall Jackson, and the position um, was located in Sonoma County. And then I needed a place to live, and I called up my mother's best friend, who is Justin, my husband's mother, 
And she said, let's give Justin a call. And uh, we ended up becoming roommates. A oh long my time ago. Okay. Yeah. You just keep on uh, <laughs> wanting to weave in the personal story. <laughs> Sorry, into that's the- part of it. <laughs> <laughs> to accelerate the story, your professional story, that is, you have this fabulous winery, Garden Creek. When did you start it? So my husband and I started Garden Creek Winery in 2001. And I will say to your the professional and personal in the wine business, they're so incredibly intertwined. Um, relationship is so much part of your profession in the wine business. And uh, so anyhow, Justin and I started Garden Creek and very focused on producing two very specific wines. One is a Bordeaux varietal blend. Um, backbone is Cabernet Sauvignon that we named our Tesserae. And then we also produce a clonal selection Chardonnay, which is of 11 clones that we grow on the property. So we chase essentially soil selections for both of our wines. We have 100 acres, 75 planted to wine grapes. If somebody comes to Garden Creek, what kind of experience can they expect to have? Um, very personal and intimate. Um, so each each of our guests, we only host private by, by appointment. So we set up the appointment in advance, and we know exactly when they're coming and how many people in the group. And... You will arrive and we immediately walk out into the vineyards and feel the, the soul and depth and, and the beat of the land and understand what the plant is doing. And we're incredibly focused and dedicated to sustainability. Uh, we were actually named one of the top 11 vineyards in Sonoma County for our big sustainability initiative that's happening. It's been happening for the last five years. Um, so we speak heavily on that and what it equates to not only in the flavors and the quality of the wine, but also your community and the health of how we're living. So, And then we walk back into the winery, and um, I'm not going to spoil it entirely, but we taste the wines inside the winery in the barrel room. Okay. Yeah, because it is an intimate experience. You have to come in. So we go through the wines. Um, we'll go through the Chardonnay, and then we share two vintages of our Tesserae. And we're very big. Our, our current vintage on the Tesserae is... a 2012 so it's a seven-year-old red blend and then we taste a four-year-old chardonnay so our focus is intimacy in the land the soils crafting wines that are very pure in character um, and then also allowing them to age to a place where they're ultimately very ready and approachable so seven years is the mark on our red so during the course of your career mm-hmm. as a winemaker and winery owner, has there been someone that has mentored you or has helped you along the way um, that stands out? Yes, I would say when I worked for John Charles Boisset in San Francisco, um, I was quite young and he was quite young. This was about 27 years ago. And he's an old, a year older than me, actually. But he was very big on allowing his employees to take responsibility for things that maybe they didn't have so much knowledge in. And what that did was made you incredibly um, aware of the fact that you you were able you can do anything if you just try. And so there, you know, it was one thing after another where he would send me on distributor presentations or big wholesale events across the country. Um, 
And also I learned a bit about packaging from him and working intimately with top very professional graphic designers and design companies and print companies and that's where I truly got my passion for package design so that is something that I also of course handle here I do all the packaging design photography when we say we do everything here at Garden Creek we're we're truthful about it <laughs> so we do everything from growing the grapes to making the wine my husband and I are the winemakers and then um so we're, we're very you know we like to be very hands-on and put put the personal side of everything we do into what we do so so Jean Charles was really instrumental in yeah. helping to mentor you yeah or yeah and then I would say my you. my father too was you know I I learned a lot about farming wine grapes from him as a young child and then also working with him at his winery in Sweden was um incredibly it was a great experience and and he was very much the same as John Charles, where he would push me to do things that maybe I wasn't mentally thought I was ready for, but um, it just gave me a solid foundation for pursuing my dream in and, and wine growing and winemaking. What continues to drive you? Uh, my family, my husband and my children and the beauty of the land. And, you know, I, lo I love wine. I love everything about wine. I think it's one of the most stimulating products in the world. And and it's so much a part of the land. And, you know, our, our big piece is together, Justin and I. We live on this beautiful piece of property. We live and work here. And we've been here for a very, very long time. And it's incredibly special. And the relationships you have with people that are neighbors and and people that are in the valley and locally in the community there it's it's amazing to live in the same place and and know people as we as we too age um it's the relationships that run as deep as the you know it may sound like a common thing but it's as deep as the roots of the vine and and uh we're all connected and we all depend on each other and we all enjoy this but um yeah i would say my family certainly do you have some goals ahead that you're working towards um so justin and i uh you know there's always new dimension to what we do but we're constantly trying to seek greater intimacy and greatness in the wines that we're currently producing we're not big on spreading ourselves thin creating a lot of different types of wines but the vines are aging and you know, how we approach things. We're not as young as we were 20 years ago either. But also, we're just getting much more serious in our approach. I think we always have been, but as you understand your wines and the capability of how far you can push them, um, that's something Justin and I are constantly striving for. We do everything by hand. We, you know, of course, hand pick and hand sort and hand punch downs. and, and But finding the greater depth and pushing your own comfort level and how you make your decisions is where we're at right now um what's your current production am i are you two thousand cases are you hoping yeah. to grow that in the future or uh, we'll, we'll push it to maybe three thousand yeah any other plans with so, the brand so we have started a second label it's Warnelius Miller so we have Garden Creek is the name of the home ranch and we've had it for 56 years wine growing for 50 years and then Justin and I wanted to buy our own 
big bare piece of land and do what we wanted to do. And uh, so we bought 160 acres up in Anderson Valley and we planted a little bit of Pinot Noir up there. So that will be our Warnelius Miller fall under that. And that's where it's um, the thought will be obscure from Alexander Valley to the fact that it's not Cabernet Sauvignon and Chardonnay, the the old school wines of this valley. And also it's outside of where we live. Um, but we've also planted white roans, Grenache Blanc Marchand Roussan, which will also we also started producing two years ago. And then we also have a Shereba which is a cross between a wild vine and a Riesling, which is an exquisite, very obscure, but um, small production. Each of these will be anywhere from 50 to 100 cases. Are those wines available now? No, they'll be aged as we age our Garden Creek. So we've got uh, another five years on the Pinot Noir and another three years on the other whites. And what are the plans in regards to tasting those wines? Um, it's only for those on our mailing list. So we we are strictly by allocation. You have to join our mailing list and essentially you actually must step on the property and come for a tasting to join our allocation offerings. At Garden yeah. Ridge. At Garden, Garden Creek. Creek. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Interesting. So I finally got some information out of her. (laughs) (laughs) If someone comes to you for advice about, oh, I want to start a winery, what do you tell them? I said, make sure you have a good relationship with your banker, Um, (laughs) number one. No, but ultimately, I think it's to follow your intuition and your your heart behind it all. And um, I think it's the best approach to winemaking is... um, you know, you, you have to put your heart and soul into all of it. And, and uh, but there's, you know, there's, it depends on who comes to me for advice. It depends on where, where they want to go. And so I've been a part of big business, small business, and all that's in between. And um, ultimately, I think you just have to, you have to make certain that uh, you want to work 18 hours a day for the <laughs> and for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but it's also incredibly satisfying. Do you think there's ever too many wineries? I think there's not too, there's not too many wineries, but perhaps too many wine brands. Um, the consumers can get a little bit confused by uh, by brands and not understanding that they don't actually have a winery tied to them. Um, but no, I, Sonoma County in general and and we actually think uh, alexander valley we could actually use more wineries because there's not a lot of wineries but it's also the beauty of alexander valley because it's so intimate and and large and yeah and that that allows you to stand out it does and 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 it just you you feel a lot of when you drive down that road 128 up to the mountains it's you have a lot of breathing room it's just stunning so yeah but I think uh, I think there should we should that as far as wine wineries it's part of our business too so um, but anyhow are you a believer that women really do have the better palate I think we definitely have more sensitivity to greater nuances in wine um, yes I do agree with that. <laughs> Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. You love wine, and at Total Wine & More, you can count on getting the service you deserve. 
Their team of fun and friendly experts are extensively trained and even travel everywhere from California to Europe to meet the producers themselves. Stop by, check out over 8,000 bottles, and see why those who know wine always drink interesting at Total Wine and More. Well, let's shift to your personal life. Now you can talk about Justin more. (laughs) You have known Justin for quite some time. Justin's your husband. Yeah. I'll let you tell the story now. Yeah. So Justin and I will... So Justin and I have known each other since childhood. Uh, My family moved from Sweden in the mid-70s, and Justin's mother was a Swede in the little town of Geyserville, and... uh, we serendipitously found each other as um, people of the same tongue do. And so my mom and his mom became very good friends. And um, so we too have been friends over the years, but we are a couple years apart, me, myself being the older woman. Um, we, um, we re-met in our 20s and it was just an instant attraction and instant magnetism. and. Uh, and I was moving back to the area, and anyhow, so we fell madly in love in 1998, and uh, have been together ever since, and started our winery a couple of years later in 2001, and we both love wine growing and wine making, and, and uh, decided to take Garden Creek to the next place, and the next level, and that was finding the greatness in the grapes and crafting our own wines. Perfect. If we took a step inside your home, what would we see? How would you describe your decor and um, your home? It's I have an old it's an old farmhouse on the lower ranch and it's very Scandinavian. I love Scandinavian modern. Um so it's actually got a lot of black and white. I have white walls and white curtains, um, but it's also got beautiful wood floors, of course, and uh, I like muted colors, and I want the art artwork to always speak, so we have beautiful, modern, large pieces of artwork. Not a lot, but just large and very colorful, and I love my Swedish. Um, Swedes have a lot of beautiful candle holders, and glass is very big, meaning glass ho- candle holders, and uh, and of course, pictures of my family here and there, of our kids and our mom and dad and cousins and family. It's very big for both of us. And uh, and then our kitchen looks out over the valley, and it's just a spectacular view. Um, but it overlooks the vineyards, and I have a huge porch on the f- backside, and it looks into the garden. So, I mean, every night that we cook, I have the kids run out and grab some herbs or grab some tomatoes or cucumbers or whatever it is we're growing in the garden but yeah it's a very friendly very comfortable people always say that when they come visit so sounds wonderful do you have a hobby um i do in your free time i have several (laughs) hobbies and i would love to pursue many more but i love doing things by hand so i'm a letterpress artist i have two letterpresses in my barn wow which is so fun um and on the sporty side uh, my husband and I have kite surfed for years and so I kite surf and ski and I love I've gotten actually recently into road biking and the road biking is amazing out here other than getting run over by cars I've found that the roads are so narrow so you have to be pretty careful but it's so fun putting music in your ears and just going at it so I'm, I love speed 
Um, another thing I'm pursuing, which is something I, it just came to me and I, one of those, one of those things I said I have to do. So I've, I'm actually pursuing my, um, helicopter pilot's license. Oh, very so cool. I, I went up in a helicopter three years ago when we were doing a remake on our website and new, new photography and Eric Wolfinger, who's a dear friend and an amazing photographer, he and I went up with the pilot and it was just like wind in your face and it was we were flying sideways I was like this is amazing and I and then so I went up and had my first lesson about a month ago and it You're felt hooked. the same <laughs> yeah, so so those are just a few things <laughs> well, I think that's yeah. plenty I, I'm surprised you have time to do half of those things <laughs> so that's to cool. make time yeah that's true. You do yeah. need to make time. Yeah. There's a couple of those things that you just listed that might apply here, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. Uh, is there something people might be surprised to learn about you? A hidden... Yeah. I was um, going to say a hidden talent. <laughs> <laughs> a hidden talent. Um, I love being outdoors, and I love getting dirty, and um, I don't know if people would find that surprising, but... Um, you're so oh. over the top gorgeous. Oh. I mean, those <laughs> of you listening, I know you can't see this. This is why you need to buy the book. But yes. or visit the winery, but you know, I think people once they meet you would be surprised to oh. know that you like to get dirty. <laughs> I know, but you know it's funny I my nickname in college was Nature Girl. Oh, really? Once you get to know me, you're like you totally get that I love being in nature and I can hop on a motorcycle and and do it all rip yeah <laughs> my husband's always saying do not do a donut in our driveway <laughs> and like, you said okay. well <laughs> you just you just me. ignited me <laughs> yeah. yeah so I yeah I'm I have a lot of tom girl but also very feminine too so I don't know I think too perhaps um you know I'm very serious too I, it's my Swedish side where um, I, I don't know. I think uh, people would be s surprised. I, I'm very big on business, and I actually really love accounting. I oh love numbers, goodness. and I right. love seeing things match up, and like that stimulates me. It, I think I'm, I'm too. I'm, a, I'm a pretty st stubborn person in that way, where I have to get things. And I think it falls in line with like, well, how I like modernism, and I like things lined up. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, <laughs> this pretty face. <laughs> there's a lot more to it. So, anyhow, let's kind of move in a slightly different direction. Curious to know some items that might be on your bucket list. Personally, professionally, yeah. all of the above, yeah. um, both, any of any of the above. So, as far as uh, travel is very big for us, um, and I say us because you know there's a lot of things that I would love to show our children. We have a 13 and 11 year old, a daughter 13, and son 11, and just to show them the world. We've been to Africa with them, and we've been skiing all over the world, and they've been to Sweden many times, and to really understand their culture, and that half of them, and then, um, so just more travel. I would love to get into, uh, more into the Mediterranean and Europe, and, and, um, and, but as far as, and then I, you know, one of the 
I would love to, uh, with our daughter, she's big into horses, so I would love to do a, a week in Iceland with her and ride the native Icelandic horses for a week is what you do. So those type of things I would love to do more of, and you have to simply find time for it. Um, yeah. So those are a few. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then let's wrap things up, shall we? Sure. So I like to wrap things up with five quick questions. Okay. So here we go. What kind of car do you drive? I have a um, station wagon BMW. It's diesel, and I get 50 miles a gallon, which I love. Wow. It's a spectacular car. Who's your favorite clothing designer? Um, I really love Vince clothes. And um, I think Vince would be my favorite. Okay. Who's one of your favorite actors or actresses? Um, I, I love George Clooney as well. far as a man. <laughs> I think he's not only incredibly handsome, but he's also, he's so diverse. He's really, and then he's just evolved. Like, can you remember when you first saw him in our 20s? Oh, sure. When you were just like hottie, and then you realize what a talented man he is. But as a woman, um, let's see, there's so many. I really, I actually really like Angelina Jolie. I think she too is, I love how she's so fierce, yet so, yeah, okay. she's dynamic, but yeah. The last vacation you went on. Okay, now I have to joggle my head. Oh no, sorry, we were in Hawaii. There you yeah, go. Yeah, we were in Kauai. And on your the beach. L- Last question. What's one of your all-time favorite movies? My all-time favorite movies is an oldie. It's Romancing the Stone. It's a <laughs> great old movie. It's I just love that feel movie. Good. I know. I love that movie. You, like, you, you never get tired of watching <laughs> no, it. No, you can watch it over and over. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. It's great time. to see you. Visit WineCountryWomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.